This is major time to ground control, yeah. Still can't sing. Hello and welcome to Chewing the Fat with Mike, the podcast where we remind you to be grateful because today you woke up with air in your lungs, food in your pantry, and above all, coffee in your cup. I am your host, Michael D. Smith. Welcome back. Now today what I want to talk about is the difference between being poor and being broke. There is a difference even though you might not be aware of it. So the way I view things is I'll just give you the short definition, the short Mikey D. Smith definition, and we'll jump into it into more depth later. But for right now, I'll just give you the short version. So, what I think poor is, poor is more of a state of mind of that I'm never going to get any better. I'm poor as in I don't have any money. I'll probably never gain any money. And that is all that life has in store for me. Now... Broke is very different. Broke can be, oh, I don't have any money right now. You know, I'm broke. Broke is an excuse to get out of things sometimes. <laughs> like, hey, I'm broke. I don't want to go to the bar. Or when you don't want to go to the bar, you can just be like, yeah, hey, I'm broke. They're like, no, I'll pay for you. Be like, no, I'm broke. I don't even have gas money. I'm broke. I'm broke. Broke. So broke is more of a temporary setback to where, you know, I don't have any money right now, but I know I'm going to get some later on. Poor is more like, yeah, dude, I'm never going to have any money. (laughs) I'm never going to get ahead. Little man can't get ahead. I'm never going to be anything as far as it comes with money. That's what poor is. That's why I think poor is more of a state of mind, a state of being than an actual thing because I mean honestly in this day and age if you don't have the drive that is what drives legit poverty in America I'm not saying other countries because I don't know but I know if you have a drive and ambition here you can become a lot and you can do a lot with yourself by the way It is okay to tell people that you're broke. It is okay to tell people, hey, I'm broke. That either means you don't have the money or you don't want to spend the money that you do have on that current thing. But just using the term broke, I used to do it all the time. People, I, I used to be asked, like, hey, you want to go out? You want to do that? I just, nope, I'm broke. Fact of the matter is, I probably had more money than they did, but I just didn't want to spend it on that. And now let's take a look at the other end of that coin. 
The thought process of being poor really makes you think about some things. If you do not see a light at the end of your tunnel, what are you doing? Importantly, what are you not doing to succeed in life? Look, I'm going to be real honest with you guys. My dad and stepmother bought my first house. However, I bought it from them. And they also bought my first couple of cars. Actually, probably my first probably three or four cars. But I've paid them back everything, too. I kept tabs on that, and so did they, and I paid them back for that. And that's when I was broke. But you got to understand, a lot of people go through that stage in life where they're young, they don't have a good job because they don't have very many skills at all, and they're just, they're at that stage in their life where they don't earn a lot of money. But at the same time, we weren't sitting there saying, I need 15 an hour to work at Walmart. No, we were like, hey, I work at Walmart. I barely do anything here. So, you know, I'm just going to keep working here and try my best to get my finances in order. By the way, getting your finances in order, paying your stuff off is awesome because then that means that you've technically given yourself a raise. You've technically put that money that you are no longer sending out to that person into your pocket or into your bank account to do whatever you want. That is a raise when you pay a debt off. Anyway, that's something I've always said. Being poor is more of a mindset. And people have laughed at that. And I said, well, you know, you got to think, you know, when you're poor, you're just, you know, kind of mentally kicking a can, not knowing what to do, feeling sorry for yourself and your situation. And I mean, there are some times where you need to let it out. You need to let your mental frustrations out because they can be quite the burden. I know I've had them before. You know, I've been in that situation to where I didn't know how I was going to get back and forth to work because I didn't have gas in my car. Hell, when I worked at Walmart, I had to figure out how I was going to make $100 in groceries last me for two weeks. You know, I mean, I have stretched a dollar before. I have struggled before. And I know what I'm talking about when I say that things do eventually get better as your circumstances get better. Which mine have. My circumstances have gotten so much better. I used to never have money crossing over into the other paycheck. Now, it's almost happens all the time. Actually, it does happen all the time. I always have money left in my account coming over into the next check. And it is amazing. And if I don't, it's because I spent it all paying down my debt. Also... I got an email in on the show's email account that is chewingthefat1990 at gmail. Again, chewingthefat1990 at gmail.com. Anyway, he asked me when I started getting into finances. When I started, I was at the bottom I was real strong, but all my money was going towards supplements 
And have have you guys ever had that uh, that bags of frozen chicken that they'll sell you? I used to eat those a lot, and I used to eat a bunch of rice, and I used to throw frozen vegetables in the microwave, and that would pretty much be all I ate, and I would mix it in with hot sauce for flavor, sometimes salsa. And it sounds horrible, but I actually had a, I liked it a lot back then. But ultimately, it, it was just a switch that went off. I got so sick of it. And my dad always told me too. One of the things he always told me was, because he was on the Ramsey plan before I even knew about him. And he always told me, he's like, hey, Dave Ramsey says this, Dave Ramsey says that. And he's helped us out a lot. Maybe he'll help you out. My dad was actually the first person that let me know about Dave Ramsey. It's actually why I started listening to his podcast. But anyway, back to the question. So what happened was I had too much month left at the end of my money. What I mean by that is I had no money left. And I still had bills to pay. And I still had food to buy. And I still had, you know, gas to purchase to put in my car. These were scary times for me. These were the times when I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to make it. The times where I wasn't sure if my car accident... For those of you who don't know, I was hit by a car. But that that was the time that i was wondering if my traumatic brain injury was going to have a solid effect on me for the rest of my life and um i'll admit i was scared i was scared for my dad too because at the time his health was dwindling and i knew the last thing he needed to be worrying about was me he needed to focus on him and getting his health in order but here i was you know, struggling to make anything happen with myself. And I thought it was because of the brain injury. I was like, is this all I'm going to be able to accomplish? Is this all that life has to offer? And then, you know, one day on my way to work, I was just thinking, you know, I'm, I live in one county and I work at the end of the next county. So that gives me quite a bit of drive time. So I knew Dave Ramsey had a podcast, so I just figured I'd start listening. And I did. And eventually what ended up happening was I fell in love with the podcast because I heard these horrible stories and, you know, you never know how these people are going to make it out or if they're going to make it out. But you keep listening and you keep listening about these people just grinding it away. But they keep working at it and they keep plugging away every single day. And eventually they get out of debt, they get their house paid off, and they build up enough financial stability to the point where they've got like, you know... 15 grand to 30 grand just sitting in an account in case an emergency happens and they're steadily investing. So next thing you know, they're well on the way to becoming millionaires when 10 years ago they were on the road to bankruptcy 
And it just baffled me. And I was like, well, shit. This many people can do it, so can I. At least maybe, you know. I mean, my traumatic brain injury was kind of an issue, but... I mean, other than that, I mean, I have a job. I've had a steady job for like three, four years, so why not? And I continued at that job for about another two years until I found something a little better. That was another thing, too, was I was there for a while, and listening to the Ramsey show, they they tell you all the time, because callers come in and they're like, I hate my job, my boss is a dick, and I don't feel like I make enough here I feel like I put out more work than they are actually willing to acknowledge. And Dave will straight up say, well, why are you still there? Why haven't you found something else? And they're like, well, I just feel like I'm stuck here because, and he'll interrupt me, but because you're not looking. Because you haven't given it a shot. So because of that podcast too, I found a different job that paid more, closer to home. And where the bosses actually respect you. And they understand that you are putting out the materials for this company to run. But one of the things that he'll tell you about finding another job is that you have to use the people that you know. Find out where they work. Find out if they're happy or not. And, you know, try to put their name down as a reference. And that's what I did. And... Next thing you know, they hired me in, and here I am, making more money start out than I did before, and they actually give bonuses. So, meanwhile, I'm now making more money, and I'm saving more money, and I'm getting bonuses every now and again. So now, I'm really set up to attack my debt. Really, really set up to attack my debt. And I'm really excited about it because after this month, I should have my car down very, very low. And then that is the end of baby step two. And then I'll be able to move on to three, which is to save three to six months of household expenses. You know, if I hadn't have been drinking this bang before I started recording, I don't think I would have been able to make it through this podcast. <laughs> Not saying that I don't like doing it. I'm just saying that, you know, it takes a lot out of me sometimes as far as editing and recording and keeping myself on track with what I'm talking about. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening. This has been Chewing the Fat with Mike. I am your host, Michael D. Smith. And until next time, stay blessed.